0: We're listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via TheBridgeChicago.com. Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. I'm lonely. The people I used to hang with are bad for me. What do I do? Let's get into it.
1: I said my name is Legion. They said he's gone.
2: Loud. My name is Matt King and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald I'm just happy to have friends Also joined by the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer You've got a friend in me, probably He's referring to the box set of the TV show Friends, which he is holding <laughs> gently and wonderfully We're also answering a question that came to the Bridge Loud at gmail.com Where you're welcome to write in your own questions This week's question says, I'm lonely, the people I used to hang out with are bad for me, what do I do? And Glenn, where do we kick off with this? Well,
3: I, first of all, you know, it just stinks to be lonely. I mean, that's a tough feeling, and everybody has experienced that. Uh, but the funny thing is, you know, that sense of everyone experiencing loneliness ought to make us feel connected to everybody else and part of the human experience. Yeah. But the funny thing is, when we experience pain, we feel like we're the only one. It alienates yeah. us, it isolates us, it makes us feel like we're experiencing something no one else is. So if you ...are feeling the pain of loneliness, you feel alienated and isolated and if you look up and you are isolated you are alone <laughs> and it's like okay, this is this all fits, you know, but that it drives this sense of reality that's a bit false and we, so we have to uh, look at uh, how do we gauge what's really going on here and also once we do that we can gauge how do we get out of that
2: yeah, It's absolutely a fantastic place to start and Jed, I, I really like what Glenn laid out there defining and it's totally true that loneliness and isolation is a type of pain Yeah, and like in so many other ways we can do uh, destructive things to try to ease that pain, right?
0: We certainly can. We certainly can. And, and maybe the worst things that we do come out of trying to deny that there's any pain to begin with. Uh, that, that's a bad idea. It's. I think it's easy for us to feel embarrassed about feeling lonely. Like, the cool hip people on Insta never appear to be lonely, so maybe we shouldn't acknowledge it. If you're lonely, it's good to acknowledge it. You're, you're actually off to, to a good start. And one of the reasons for that is that loneliness tempts us to uh, to think things that really aren't true. Uh, so one of them is to think that other people don't want us around. Uh, if, if they wanted us around, then we would be, and we wouldn't be lonely. Therefore, we must—they must not want us around. That's not true. Uh, and uh, we often take a step further, say, people probably don't want me around because there's something wrong with me. Uh, because you know, there's just there's something deficient within myself, something offensive within myself that just other people wouldn't like. And again, that's not true. And, and the way that you can know that it's not true is that. Basically, everybody who's ever lived has felt lonely Uh, from, you know, the the, the people that are big stars and have everything you could want. Actually, the vast majority of those people deal with a huge amount of loneliness in their lives. So the idea that this is about people don't want you around or that there's something wrong with you, is just not true. That that uh, just does not follow, even though the thought can really get in our heads. I think the other thought that gets in our heads a lot, and, and this is true with all kinds of pain, but it's definitely true with loneliness, is the thought it'll always be like this. This is pretty much just the way my life is going to be from here on out. And that can lead to some really, really dark places in our thinking. If we, if we start to buy into the idea that not only are things pretty crappy today, they're always going to be crappy. That that gets pretty dark in a hurry. So I think we need to confront that. I think we really need to ask the question, will it always be like this? That thought's in my head, but is it true? Will it always be just like this, or is there better things to come?
2: Because we don't want you to be bummed out while you listen to this next amazing song, we will a preview that. No, it will not always be like that. <laughs> Type of that when we come back right here on the Bridge Loud. You tell me to not be afraid. And I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald.
3: Sometimes I just feel alone in a crowded recording space.
2: <laughs> well, we, we scrunched over to the other side of the studio this week, but that's more of a deodorant-related issue. Also joining us, oh, producer wow. the show, Jed Brewer.
0: We got to make room for the cowbell collection. Oh, right? I see. so you know,
2: Jed has every note of the cowbell piano. <laughs> it was expensive, and it was a waste of time, but we did it.
1: Eighty-eight
2: cowbells. <laughs> That's right. We are also answering a question that came to the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I'm lonely. The people I used to hang out with are bad for me. What do I do? So and Glenn, we close out that last segment with the, the a very important question to ask when you're in in any type of pain, which we we talked about loneliness being, which is it feels like it will always this will always be my reality. And will it really? And we know that it won't necessarily, yeah. but Part of understanding that may be looking at how did how did this happen in the first place, right?
3: For sure. I think it's worth looking at how many of your relationships are relationships you just kind of fell into. They, yeah. they weren't intentionally developed. Uh, one of my closest buddies uh, to this day is a guy I met when we were both 11 years old. And my last name starts with F and his last name starts with G. So we had our lockers next to each other in middle school. <laughs> He was a foot taller than me. I mean, there was nothing in common between the two of us in terms of just the basic parameters. But we were best buddies all through school and whatnot. So, you know, the, there's this uh, this sense of, uh, uh, I could say, well, we, we've forged a bond around shared interests and whatever, or you know, whatever it is. You just had lockers next to each other. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's not a bad thing, but it means I can't say one way or another whether I'm capable of building a quality relationship with someone else.
2: That's a really excellent point. Judge, where do we take it from there?
0: Well, I think the important reason to recognize that we, all of us tend to fall into a lot of our relationships is that because they were driven by circumstances, when circumstances change, those relationships can kind of fade and they can kind of diminish. And, and, you know, if you were your friend at the office that you say hi to on the way in every morning, if he gets a different job in a different office, you're probably not going to talk as much. And I think there's part of us that wants to look at that as a rejection. Like, I guess I guess Bob doesn't like me anymore. When, no, you were kind of friends because of circumstance, then circumstances changed, so you guys just don't see each other anymore. It doesn't really say anything about the two of you in, in one way or another. When, when we look at that, what we can recognize is that A lot of the loneliness that we face often has to do with just the ebbing and flowing of our circumstances. And if we can recognize that, then we can start to ask the question, can we approach relationships in a different way? Can we approach them in a more intentional way where we have more and deeper friendships that don't depend on just the variety of circumstances in our lives, where our locker is or who started at the office or whatnot? Can we get to a place where we can have deeper and more consistent friendships in our lives?
2: That's a lot better than my plan of just putting a locker on wheels, (laughs) pulling it next to people I think I might want to be friends with. Uh,
3: That's not good. I'm I'm rethinking that. I'm going
2: to go with Jed's plan, and we'll be back right here on The Bridge Loud. Here on the bridge, loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald.
3: Not many people have mastered the bass cowbell, but uh, Jed's been going
2: after it for a while. Also joining us, the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. It's an enormous, enormous cowbell. <laughs> One thing it's not helping with is making Jed friends, <laughs> <laughs> particularly when he brings the cowbell to the studio on the bus. Yeah, yeah. But we press on, and that. Ties into our question this week. Came to the bridge loud at gmail.com. Our question this week says, I'm lonely. The people I used to hang out with are bad for me. What do I do? And Glenn, in that last segment, we talked about the... the fairly normal phenomenon of just kind of falling into friendships. As yeah. an example, of the person you had the locker next to or, you know, the person who had the, the cubicle next to the coffee pot at work that you walked by. So if we can't rely on that, what do we rely on to make actual good friendships?
3: Well, I think there there's it's important to r- realize you can just decide uh, to have quality friends and what type of friends you want to have and you can pursue that actively it sounds just weird to think of it that way because we sort of start with that assumption of like would that mean i'm going up to people and say will you be my friend and so it just kind of feels like okay that i couldn't do that so that's that's not what that is uh, I think part of that is about where you physically go and where, where you're hanging out. You, you know, if you go to the gym, you're going to make gym friends and whatever. Uh, if, if you go to uh, you know, 12-step groups or uh, cooking class, or any number of things you could do, you could find a different type of person, make a different type of friend. But I think if you go uh, to those kind of places and seek out people that are positive and you're positive towards them, you're going to be able to make exactly the kind of friend you want to make.
2: That's a very, very good point. And Jed, um, as Glenn's pointing out, that's that's definitely a new thought to a lot of us. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that, I, even if you understand it on paper, we may need a couple of wax to uh, take that into the real world. So what would that actually look like? That's a great
0: question. So one of the things that Glenn is saying, which is really smart, is there are things you have control of and things you don't. You can't force any particular person to be your friend, but you can choose to go where positive, healthy people are. You know, you are saying that the people you used to hang with are a bad influence on you. Okay. You can go to where people would be a good influence on you. You can you can choose to physically go to those places. So you can go to AA or sober Recovery. You can go to a fitness class at the gym. You can go to um, an enrichment class, you know, at your local park district or, or a continuing education class at your community college. You can choose to go to those places, you're going to find that maybe not everybody, but the vast majority of people that are there at all those things are people trying to better their lives, people who are trying to get to a more positive place in their lives, trying to get to a healthier place in their lives. And then you can begin, I know it sounds silly, just basic small talk. Hey man, how you doing? How's your day? You know, how's how's this work out for you? How you know, you know, hey, did you do the watercolor assignment they gave us at the art enrichment class? But if you're around people where you've got that common thread of trying to be more positive in your lives, trying to be more forward looking, trying to be healthier, and you're willing to put in the work to, you know, slowly, even though it's sometimes awkward to begin talking and building that relationship, you will find yourself making friends in those places. You you really, really will. But just like Len's saying, it's about deciding the kinds of friends that you want to have, figuring out where the those people would be and then physically getting yourself to that place so that process can begin
2: excellent point we'll be looking at that more when we come back right here on the bridge loud We're back to you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald.
3: I just want to be friends with the
2: whole radio audience. Ooh. Oh, well, if you have a couch, Glenn's going to be coming by to crash. <laughs> that's so, right. That's what friends do. Also joining us, producer of the show, Jed Brewer. Always friendly. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. We're answering a question that came into The Bridge Loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I'm lonely. The people I used to hang out with are bad for me. What do I do? And, you know, we've been talking about you know being a positive aspect being something that somebody somebody would want to be friends with. And I think what helps me is carrying around just a healthy dollop of the secret sauce. The secret sauce. Have I gotten kicked out of a couple restaurants for walking around offering that to people? Yeah, but I've also made <laughs> some long-term friendships. And them. Glenn, we, we work in our day job with folks who are making huge changes in pretty much every aspect of their life from, from geography to mindset to uh, spirituality. So what do we tell them about this kind of stuff when they're dealing with loneliness?
3: Well, I think a big part of it is, you know again for the people that we're working with you're talking about ex-cons guys coming out of uh, drug addiction those kind of things they feel like I don't have a lot to offer to anybody but I I think the sort of the opposite thought to that you, you hear that phrase he thinks he's God's gift to mankind that kind of thing um But the thing is, you kind of are God's gift to mankind. Yes, sir. Uh He's made you unique and amazing and wonderful. There are things inside you the world really needs, and God is gifting you to the world. If you get in touch with that, you can discover what those things are and put them out front, as we were talking about in previous segments. People are going to grasp that and take hold of it, and you're going to be a blessing to those people. So don't hold back that blessing.
2: I think it's a great point. It really does kind of boil down to a fundamental um, aspect about friendship, which is uh, if you want to be, if you want more friends, one of the things you're going to need to do is be friendly. Yeah. We often talk in our ministry and talk about men and women about uh, giving away the thing you want. That's kind of at the heart of of the gospel. Is Jesus saying, you know, treat other people the way you want to be treated, and give give away if you want acceptance give it away if you want affection and intimacy give it away and the reason you can do that is because as, as Glenn's saying here you have an inexhaustible supply of approval and energy and those positive things we, we call virtues of God you know you can you don't have to worry about the fact that nobody's going to like you because God likes you and accepts you so you can go out and be a, a positive person that other positive people are drawn to because you don't have to worry about running out of positive things you're getting it from a, a kind of an eternal source and an endless source and And that is a fantastic place to start things off. We'll see you next week right here on the Bridge Loud.